0: Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, season two, episode three. Season two's theme is our 2021 year in review, and episode three is our 16 best meals of 2021.
1: One of my favorites. To oh, yeah. All time.
0: We have some good eats in 2021.
1: Nearly two thirds of all white button mushrooms in the US come from this <laughs> state. What is it? <gasps> you don't even like mushrooms. Let's
2: just stop. This is
0: very odd Until
2: strikes again. <laughs> on my way through, <laughs> I saw you on my way.
1: You're right. I hate mushrooms. But <laughs> I found this and was shocked. So, okay. And I, I wanted Shocking. to do something around food. I had okay. all these other stats that didn't have anything to do with food that mm-hmm. I maybe even liked a little more, but I said, it's about food. And I wonder if Heather knows this. So.
0: Okay. Well, if it's Pennsylvania, I am going to maybe lose it because the last two have been Pennsylvania. <laughs> You're making a face. Is it Pennsylvania?
1: I'm just asking for your guess. Okay. I well,
0: I would not normally guess Pennsylvania. Um, I don't even know what to guess because I'm not a big mushroom lover myself. So therefore, I'm not up on mushroom.
1: Final answer forest. is...
0: Oh my gosh. I really don't like being put on the spot. Can I have a clue?
1: Final answer
0: <laughs> is... No clue?
1: It's one of the 13 original colonies. Rhode
0: Island. Rhode Island pennsylvania <laughs> pennsylvania now, what is do you really miss pennsylvania is this why are, are all of the answers going to be pennsylvania for the next two as well
1: i don't know but i am on a pennsylvania kick mm. obviously um
0: oh can it square it does have a lot of mushrooms yes so i thought
1: you <laughs> might get it i don't well, know i was
0: gonna say pennsylvania but then i was like is it really pennsylvania because the last two were pennsylvania so yes, I mean maybe Pennsylvania would have been a guess had I thought Kennett Square, which is close to the Philadelphia in Chester County.
1: Yeah, mushroom capital of the US. Smells horrible. Absolutely <laughs> well, horrible. Maybe
0: if you like mushrooms it smells absolutely
1: amazing. No, because mushrooms grow in manure. Mm. So I mean maybe if you like manure oh, it smells amazing. Okay, sir. But if you hate mushrooms and manure, you probably don't <laughs> like it. But no, Kennett Square in southern Chester County does yeah, smell man. horrible. Um, and it, yeah, it's one of the main, or it, it is the main mushroom producing area of the U.S., which means nearly all two-thirds of all white button mushrooms in the U.S. come from PA. So yeah, there you have it. Good on you if you knew that. Okay. I, I, and I just want
0: to pre-guess for episode four, Pennsylvania, and pre-guess for number five, Pennsylvania.
1: Okay. Okay. Good job. Let's get into <laughs> our best meals. We're just going to run right into it. We both had eight. We, we made yeah. our list separately. And then I said, how many do you have? You said eight. I said, perfect. I have eight too, which means we don't even need any honorable mentions, mm-hmm. which, which makes me a little sad because I love honorable mentions. I, all right. Can I give an honorable mention? I have an honorable right- mention as well. Oh, Oh, you yeah. didn't say eight in an honorable mention. You oh, said eight. well,
0: I just assumed. All right, give me your you honorable know. mention because I got one and this, you're going to
1: laugh at mine.
0: Okay, I'm sure I will. Uh, my honorable mention is only because I looked at my phone to scroll through pictures. And I have to say, just on the side, that having two children, I don't have as many pictures of my food as I used to have. <laughs> because if we're going out to eat, it's hard to wrangle two toddlers. So it was hard for me to remember all of the meals that we ate. However, this one falls on January first. Do you have any idea what it could possibly be? It is your.
1: I don't know favorite
0: bec- thing to eat in the world.
1: Uh, well, it's not kawsue mesai. It, well, soy it's, not kow kow soy koi. it's not
0: soy It's not kawsue mesai from Chiang Mai, soy. but it's soy because our friend Nui made soy. I didn't know. And gave it to your dad and to us. And we I looked on my phone and on January first we had bowls of cow soy at your oh, parents' house. So good. And it was very good. Mm. So I can't believe you forgot that. But I would have forgotten well, too if I, I hadn't looked at
1: January my phone was a 1st long time was ago. Long, long, long <laughs> She clearly long, gave long. it to us
0: for Christmas and maybe we ate it before the first but on the first we definitely had it because there's a picture on my phone. I, photo I, mean, I remember
1: us eating a decent amount of cow soy she gave. Yeah. She usually a gives batch. us huge batch for christmas mm-hmm. my dad loves it we all love it mm-hmm. and yeah i remember eating it a few times during that christmas into new mm-hmm. year's time i just didn't know one of them Oh, I didn't remember, and now one of them snuck in. Man. Oh, okay. Well, thank okay. you, Nui. Uh yes. My honorable mention isn't as great, but it is sitting right here, and I just ate it before this show. Oh, my word. Honorable a mention. A protein bar? I have gone. Ew, you are kicked off the podcast. No, thank you. Okay. I guess you're going to just have to do eight by yourself.
0: It's all right. I can steal your notes. Go I know you keep them.
1: <laughs> can I freeze beyond? I've got a lot of good <sighs> stuff. to is Just Just hear me out. I have gone on a protein bar kick trying Mm -hmm. to find the best bar that is both nutritious and tastes delicious. Oh, boy. And uh, so I have a, I actually have a spreadsheet of the 25 Uh, different protein bars that I've tried. And um, I like
0: how you casually just throw out there that you have a spreadsheet for protein bars. That is next level.
1: Yeah, they're all ranked Crazy. and they all have their nutrition information in there with tasting notes. But Robert Irvin's Fit Crunch is one of the best tasting ones. And it's It tastes
0: it, like a candy bar.
1: Yes, it tastes like a candy bar. It does have some sugar alcohols in it, but it doesn't have a lot of sugar. Has a decent amount of protein. And I've eaten a lot of protein bars. So that to me, that okay, honorable mention, I've eaten a lot of protein bars. That's one of the better ones. Maybe maybe the it's the best one that i've eaten consistently over the year
0: i think nothing screams more than year 2 of the pandemic as having a protein bar on your list of best meals that is that, pretty
1: bad you make <laughs> a very good point all right well <laughs> all right let's get into our okay <laughs> out of honorable mention into our real list your number 8
0: my number 8 is a place that we frequented a lot In Costa Rica, in Tama, um, in Tamarindo. And that is the bakery where we got the croissants.
1: Okay. The croissants. I put this on... Not to spoil it on in best desserts Okay, I for mean, the next episode. Yeah,
0: they did have a chocolate croissant. They had a Nutella croissant, but I mean just regular croissants, which we okay. ate for meals. Plus, they also had that really delicious chicken sandwich baguette.
1: Ooh, did forget which about that.
0: We ate a lot, so I just put it on my regular meals list and not Understood. makes sense. You know, on the on the dessert one, which I guess you know when you talk about it then.
1: Well, I was talking about specifically the chocolate croissant. So yeah. I guess there's a difference. That chicken salad baguette, baguette at Pond del Mundo, which is yeah. bread of the world. Uh-huh. Um, I do know that much Spanish. Um, <laughs> was great. I loved it. And it was like three three bucks 350 so i get one or two but they ran out quick they They only made a few each morning fresh
0: baked bread i mean they had some really good bakeries in tamarindo and the croissants because whitaker and hattie both but whitaker especially loves croissants and i don't think he's really eaten many since we've been in costa rica so i wonder if he will have the same passion for them when we go back uh but yeah they're very good like as good as you would get in in france i thought
1: Yeah, they were fantastic. He had a croissant addiction every morning. He actually made us buy, not made us, I guess he's four, so he couldn't make us do anything. But he would complain if we didn't buy multiple croissants when we went to the bakery in the morning so that he could eat them throughout the day. Um, so yes, he was doing croissants. And uh, as you might remember this, croissants and kombucha were Oh his yeah. breakfasts. Like, <laughs> oh my, what a life, Kids kid. like kombucha. My number eight is right across the street from there, right next to it, basically. The Chips at Green Papaya. <laughs> so Green Papaya was the first place that we ate. Okay. It's a... Uh, Mexican restaurant in Tamarindo. Good food. They actually had a shrimp dish at you it's and my on dad. My, it's on my list. Okay. It's on my list. Um, mm-hmm. good, good food. Like, like legi- leg- legitimately good food. But the chips specifically, super crunchy, homemade, baked... Like um, they're so good. Like you know, they're fatter, but they're oily and crunchy. I mean, not great for you. But the the chips there, green papaya, enough to warrant a spot on my best meals list just for those chips.
0: Yeah, and it will be coming up on mine with the chips and in a dish. Yeah. So yeah.
1: So there you Very go. And it was the first stuff. thing that we ate when we got into Tamarindo, yeah. and uh, did we not, were not like, disappoint. Whoa! And this it was is going to be they, a
0: good time. It was the first
1: thing they brought out too. So yeah. it was like our first bite of something in Tamarindo. I thought. All right. I can deal with this. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Number 7.
0: Obviously, our list is going to be very Costa Rica heavy because we spent 3 months there and we ate out a lot because, you know, we were in a new place so we were exploring. And my number 7 is a place that was I wouldn't say that the food was the best I ever had, but the ambiance um and the location and the, the food being pretty good. All made up for it being on my list. And that is Pico, which is a great cafe, mm, restaurant. True. It's open for all three meals, but... Good chicken fingers. It's literally really good Kids chicken fingers. Kids ate a lot of chicken fingers. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean like homemade, delicious chicken fingers. That might be the best thing on the menu. But the location is right across... It's on the beach, literally on the beach. And it's called Pico because there's the, the this rock out where people serve on this rock in the ocean called Pico, I guess, right? That's the yeah. whole pico is the rock pico is the bistro restaurant but anyway all of that to say they did have really good ceviche and i got the ceviche there a lot i would we would go there sometimes to work because they had good wi-fi they had really good coffee as well um and so it was just a great spot we went there quite a- quite a lot so
1: yeah when you think of a beach cafe Pico nails it. Oh uh, yeah, cool music, really mm-hmm. nice servers, beautiful um, decor, beautiful decor. You're on the beach, so people, you know, I could walk out of surfing and just walk right up. They even have meat. a shower.
0: They have an outdoor shower. They have an outdoor you shower there.
1: You know, people put their boards down, hang out. Like they just do it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so love, love, love Pico, and yeah, their food is is good and reasonably priced. Like they're not the thing that we realized about Tamarindo is. You didn't get upcharged for being on the beach, maybe because there's a lot of beach and a lot of beach restaurants. But if you ate at just a regular restaurant with not much ambiance, it was the same price as the places on the beach. So that's not common, I don't think. I mean, usually you're paying a little bit for the ambiance experience, view, whatever. No, so Pico loved it, and it was right across the street from our condo, so Mm -hmm. can't go wrong. My number seven, I'm bringing it back home, and by home I mean in our house. Oh, in our house, even this. And when we talk about best meals, it is uh, for us the idea of the meal is the food has to be very good, but it, as Heather mentioned, it's also the experience around it. Mm -hmm. So. We had a 40th birthday party here for, as Heather said, her her friend Sarah, our friend Sarah. I shouldn't say her. Sorry, Sarah, if you're listening, don't. Uh, I messed up. Our friend Sarah and and her husband Craig, um, made some of the food, and he is a chef, and he has restaurants here, and they're awesome, and he is opening a new restaurant soon. And he said, "Oh, we're trying out some new stuff," and he brought over brisket sliders they were very good they were insane because he also brought over a duck sandwich and i love duck and i thought okay like i'll have the brisket first and then i'll end with a duck because thinking you would like it even thinking more. i would like the duck more had the brisket slider was like whoa this is really good the bri- the duck sandwich was bigger like mm-hmm. almost like almost not a full sandwich but half a sandwich at least mm-hmm. and i had that and I'm like all right this is pretty good but i like this brisket slider there was one left at the end of the night Oh, I went back and got <laughs> it. I was like, I'm getting it. Yeah. It I was, don't know what I'm having this year. It was again.
0: good. Yeah. It was very good. Um, yeah, Chef is or Craig is an incredible chef. Chef.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brisket slider with peppercorn mayo and balsamic onions. I asked him last night, I'm like, I'm gonna be doing this podcast. Well, he doesn't know it's on the podcast. So he said, What's on it? Because you said there was peppercorn mayo and it definitely had some yes. bite to it. I said, What else was on there? He said balsamic onions. So um it was
0: yeah, I didn't really even know what I was eating because I was, you know, kind of hosting and running around a little bit, and I, I grabbed one. I didn't even try the duck, um, and I I remember it being super delicious, but I was kind of, like, distracted, so...
1: I apparently, could see why I made
0: your list because it was something really
1: special. Craig makes an awesome Cuban, but like the uh, like the <laughs> band that has like an awesome hit and never wants to play it at the concert, right? And always wants to play their new <laughs> stuff. He keeps refusing to bring the Cuban back at some of his restaurants, despite the fact that everyone apparently,
0: locally it's known to be the yeah, best. Yeah, everyone
1: asked for it, and he just rolls his eye and said, "That's not happening." So <laughs> I, I have yet to have this Cuban, but if it's anywhere near as good as the brisket slider, I mean. Whew, man, we're going to have some good eating in 2022. So there you go. Your number six.
0: My number six is the shrimp appetizer from the Mexican, from green papaya. I can't remember what it was called. Like,
1: um, I don't know. Either. It it was
0: like a chipotle shrimp. I feel like it maybe it was just called chipotle shrimp. Anyway, it's on their appetizer menu. If you go to Tamarino Costa Rica. You have to go to Green Papaya because they just make everything from scratch. It's organic. It's almost like a farm-to-table kind of restaurant, but Mexican style. And, and a
1: really neat vibe. They have beautiful like beautiful swinging chairs oh, yeah, outside. Yeah,
0: it's that. just a gorgeous ambiance as well. And so many of the restaurants there are open air, so they have some indoor space, but mostly it's outdoor because it's, you know, great weather there all the time. So this restaurant is very good, and this dish that I, we went a couple times and it wasn't until Trav's dad came that he was like, oh, let's get this appetizer. It was so amazing that we, like, bookmarked it in our minds to go back to make sure we had it again before we left Tamarindo. So when I was, like, quarantining in my apartment, I was like, okay, let me put down all my list of best meals I can go out and eat again before we leave um, Costa Rica. And that was it. it. It It's so good and I can't wait to have it again.
1: I. Green pie. We'll be back yeah, I mean, we will between be the back. chips and yeah. the uh, chipotle the shrimp. shrimp. My number 6 is also in Tamarindo. Again, we're going it's going to be heavy yeah, on I mean, Costa Rica and or North Carolina area because that's where we spent most of our time. But my number 6 is a place called Pangas and this is an upscale restaurant. Maybe I don't I don't know if it's the most upscale one of the it's most on my list upscale.
0: Too. Okay. Higher up.
1: All right, so we'll wait to to get to that. But it's where everyone says, like, hey, if you want to go in Tamarindo and you want to go on, like, a nicer, fancier date or just a fancier meal, it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. a date, go here. Again, though, what I loved about this is that even though it was fancier and on the beach, the prices were not really that much more. So what we found in Tamarindo, especially in Costa Rica, and it's, you know, Tamarindo is probably the most touristed area of Costa Rica. It's going to be the most expensive, you know, most expatty. Um, but you're, you're paying the same price as you would in the U S if you're going out for regular meals, but then the higher end meals aren't as expensive as you would pay in the U S they're only a little bit more than your, you know, quote unquote, regular meals. So, um, Pangas is great value for what you get. And we'll talk about it more when we get to that, that when we get to it on your list, So that was my number six, your number five.
0: So my number five, I'm switching it up here.
1: Uh, okay. Switching it up. Go for
0: it. I, I had...
1: It's in flux. My Mine I is in flux I had
0: something too. on this list, which still should be on it, but could maybe be on the desserts list. But... So maybe I'll keep it for that if you don't mention it.
1: You do whatever you want.
0: However, while you were just talking about places, I remembered a place that we went to actually in Phoenixville, which was very good. Phoenixville is where we used to live. And let me tell you, for a, a town, a suburb of Philadelphia that's pretty small, it has a Main Street filled with restaurants, breweries, wineries, distilleries. It's really the hot spot now for people um, living in the suburbs of Philadelphia, which is why we were able to sell our house and and make a nice profit on it. And we went to this place called Avlos, which is a Greek restaurant. I can't believe I forgot, but it was in that hectic time of the summer that I try to block out of my mind. But another positive thing about, wonderful thing about being in Pennsylvania is that we have so much family there. So even amidst all the packing and the chaos and the staging and the selling of our home, Trav's parents or my sister, I can't remember, I think it was Trav's parents were like, we'll watch the kids and you guys go out to dinner. So we, you know, put on a nice outfit. We walked the three blocks down to the main street, which was very nostalgic for us because it was very walkable to some great restaurants. And we got this Greek food at Avlos and man, was it really Incredible. It really felt like we were transported to Greece, which we, you know, we've been to to Greece into the to the Greek islands. It was more of that style, I think, more than Athens or we didn't spend much time in Athens. But I felt like we could have been sitting on a Greek aisle other than that there wasn't the Mediterranean outside the restaurant. It was so good and so authentic and some really interesting dishes that, you know, just more interesting than if you just get, you know, a gyro or Greek salad or something like that.
1: I very totally very forgot good. about Ovalos and it was, yeah, it would be on my list. It would yeah. be in the top five.
0: I can't believe I forgot about it until you just mentioned it again, probably because I didn't take a picture. So it wasn't on my phone.
1: <laughs> yeah. We only got to go once. And I we had- went
0: a second time with my sisters. I had a girl's night and I oh, went right. back with them and it was just as good. And it's a BYOB. So.
1: Yep. Yep. I, man. Yeah. Their stuff was fantastic. I would go, I would eat there today in a heartbeat. That's one thing we're missing here in wilmington that we have yet to find is really good mediterranean slash greek yeah. food there's been some okay places um but Avos, yeah i when i was going through i'm like wow we didn't have anything unique or special in yeah, filled out the area we were hardly we there. there that much but you were right yeah. we've been waiting to try it we kept putting it off we finally went and we were sh- everyone said it was good but we were shocked at yeah. how good it was. So hit up Avlos for yeah, sure. Yeah, if
0: you live in the Philadelphia for area, sure. it's definitely an exceptional place.
1: So was that your number five?
0: Yes, I switched. I mean, it might. Yeah, it was my number okay. five. All yep. right,
1: cool. I get to then put it on mine by default too. Okay. Uh, I'll stick with the Mediterranean food vibe. A restaurant that we've recommended in the past that I finally got back to oh, in New Orleans. I know that I didn't get to go. Called to. Shia. Um, so there good. is a lot of. If you dig into Shaya, you'll find that the guy, Shia, who was the chef, left, opened up a new one. Oh, really? Um, I thought you and I had talked about this at mm. length. Okay, either way, Maybe he opened not. up a new restaurant in New Orleans. I didn't get to go there because it was I was only there for a couple of days, and I was there over Monday, Tuesday, so it wasn't even open. Um, but Shia is still run by the same restaurant group. And that was our favorite meal of a couple of years ago. Yeah, and
0: favorite dessert, hands and, down, like maybe one of the best ever.
1: Yeah, and I went back while I was in New Orleans with a group, and I, I told them, like, we got to go here. So we went way out of our way yeah. to go to Shia. It good? And it was it was oh, very, obviously it's very, on your list. very good yeah. still. But the best part of it is, no joke, the pita. I mean, oh, the, yeah. I don't know what they do to that pita, but the pita is so incredible. So good. So Shia, oh, still really good. Yeah. I'm really interested in going to Alon Shia's new restaurant in New Orleans um, which like I said I didn't get to go to so I, I mean the problem with so here's the thing I went to New Orleans without you I also went in over a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday yeah. so a lot of stuff's closed. I also went when I was trying to be on a bit of uh, yeah, a
0: 75 diet hard. so you weren't so drinking I, you I, were, yes, yeah.
1: so it wasn't it wasn't exactly the uh the experience of like, let's just go and eat everything, but let's go back and go and eat everything.
0: Yeah. I think that we deserve a, an adult's trip. We have yet to take an extended trip without our beautiful children.
1: Yeah. His so, new place is called Saba, by yeah. the way, S-A-B-A. So okay. we're going back. We're going to Saba, okay. seeing how it compares to Shia. Yeah. You know, we can we, do a Shaya Saba bang, bang. We
0: sure can. And I think that, you know, we've decided not to do a wish list for 2022, but maybe we'll just say a mini one here that at least for a long weekend, you and I should go. Maybe to New Orleans. Maybe Agreed. Charlotte, New Orleans. <laughs> They're not close at all, but...
1: Why Charlotte, well, New Orleans?
0: Because, or Charleston. I was saying Charleston. I was like, I Charlotte? Meant, I, I mean... Not Charlotte. I meant Charleston, then New Orleans, because you wanted to give Charleston another chance, too. I'll be since you 15 didn't pounds
1: get. heavier in four days.
0: <laughs> but anyway, one or the other. We will make a make trip. It
1: work. Make it work. Yeah. I'd rather do New Orleans than Charleston. Okay, fair camp. enough. Number four.
0: My number four is in tamarindo okay. uh, not only is the food very good but the ambiance is really one of the best restaurants I mean they really know how to do a beach vibe to the next level it, it feels
1: elevated beach vibe
0: very elevated it almost feels like an exclusive club but without the pretension uh when you walk in it's just it's basically all outdoors I, I don't know if there's
1: yeah, I think Any, there's a covered part, but it's not indoor. Yeah. It's just if it's um, raining, it's so covered.
0: So most of the dining is just like literally out on the sand, and the food is just great seafood, and I also steak. They have a, a number of different yeah, things I, like that, but it it was just such an experience. And we, we went with our kids twice. both times, or one time with our kids, one time without, and it was fine with the kids. We went early enough, I think, that, you know...
1: There was like a happy hour, pretty good deal too, with yeah. happy hour d- drinks, I think. Again, not for them, for being the nicest or or at the very top of the list when it comes to restaurants in Tamarindo, the cool part is, is again, you're not paying that much more than you would for a regular restaurant. So it makes it nice. You're like, oh, I'm going to get an elevated experience with better food, you know, more craft cocktails, things like that. And I'm only going to pay 10 or 20% more instead of double, like, yeah. you know, in the U.S. So. It's
0: just a, a beautiful spot and, again, a place that we look forward to going back to.
1: Very big portions. Oh, yeah. Get the first the time. Get food mixed seafood platter on the appetizers list. And, and we, that's it. That's all you need. We <laughs> told our buddy Mike the second time we went, we said, we're not even, let's not even get entrees yet. We're telling you this mixed seafood platter, we can get this. And like one other appetizer and all three of us will be stuffed. And sure enough, that was yeah, all we got. Because so. the
0: first time we went, we got that. And then we got... Trav we all got, got our own entrees. Yeah, it was way too much.
1: Way too much. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Pangas, nice. Yeah. Number four. My I, number four is the food at Camp Indy. <laughs> and you're going to laugh. You're like, oh my gosh, no, this is an adult summer was camp. It really good. When we first booked with them, one of the things that the manager said to me, she said, we take a lot of pride in how comfortable our beds are and also our food. And that's what sets us apart from other camps. You know, she said our cabins are rustic. Like, you know, they're, they're old school cabins and stuff like that. But um, our staff is awesome. Our beds are comfortable and our food is amazing. And I thought, okay, you know, fine. Uh, food's probably okay. You know, they're not just giving us hamburgers and hot dogs every night. no. They weren't giving us hamburgers and hot dogs. but well, when they did the hamburgers and hot dogs, we good. But, I mean, the one day, I'm telling you, I could, like, when the meals ended, we had three meals a day. I didn't want them to end. I just wanted to sit there and eat because they're a buffet style. I mean, the one day we had, like, seafood paella and brisket and, and oh, like, wow. filet. And, Gosh. I, and everything was incredible. So, like, every meal, three meals a day, they brought it. And the food was Top, top notch. Like stuff that you would get at a restaurant and be very happy about. Mm-hmm. Plus, the dessert table. Okay, they put out a big dessert table for lunch. And then at dinner, they'd only give you like one dessert with dinner. And I kept saying to I'm like, I'm kind of happy you don't put the dessert <laughs> buffet, what, at lunch? Because the dessert, I mean,
0: at dinner? Maybe like.
1: Yeah, at dinner and only had it at lunch, because you'd have like eight different choices. And you know me, oh, I don't yeah, have much willpower when it comes to, to sweets. Yeah. So I'd be eating cheesecake and a gooey brownie. Oh my goodness. All the stuff. So the food at Club Getaway, so our camp was called Camp Indie, and it was held at Club Getaway. The food is fantastic. I'm not just saying that because of because the experience was amazing. I'm saying it because legitimately the food blew me away. When you're getting some of the best paill you've ever eaten. At an adult summer camp. That is
0: a big statement. In the
1: woods of Connecticut, you know they're doing it right. Yeah, so. well
0: done, club getaway.
1: Great job.
0: Number three is a place that we went to on Sullivan's Island. And it was recommended to us by our North Carolina besties, Craig and Sarah. Um because we'd never been to the Charleston area. We were like, oh, hey guys, what do you think about the best places to eat? And they recommended the Obstinate Daughter, which is very trendy, very cool, beautiful ambiance. And they have indoor and outdoor seating. And it's some of my favorite food because it had good sandwiches and then brick oven style pizza, which is like my favorite thing to eat. And it was just beautiful. And we went on a nice hot summer day and sat outside. Got really good food. There was also a gelato place attached to it that I are not is not affiliated or is part. I can't remember
1: figure out if
0: it was part of the restaurant, but it had its own space. Anyway, just a really cool spot with I would say above average food. And, you know, if you're in that area, if you're going to Charleston and you want to check out Sullivan's Island, it's a very quaint beach town. Um, we also ate at another restaurant there that was pretty good and I couldn't remember the name of it too that we went to. For I'm trying dinner. to find it. Are you as trying as to find it? Yeah, I couldn't remember it. not like being it. on my
1: phone as you're speaking, but I cannot I, yeah, I'll pull it up. Yeah, it
0: was like a I don't think it was a BYOB, but it had that vibe of just being like, you know, it was I think run by Two women or something. They yep. were so friendly. They were great with the kids. Like, I mean, our kids were not being
1: crazy, but I feel like I think it's called High Time.
0: Yeah, was that the one? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Um,
0: that was also really, I actually really liked good. That
1: I, I, en- I liked that more. Really, I thought High Time was better than Obstinate Daughter. I thought Obstinate Daughter was very awesome, very well done, very trendy, the place to be. Yeah. Good above average but not great food i thought it was great I although above I did. average
0: but not great what does that even mean if it's above average
1: yeah i mean it's okay. above okay. so if i'm right. giving it a number i'm yeah. giving it a seven a seven
0: but you're giving high time and i'm
1: giving high time probably an eight or nine okay um, i just thought high time and we went again we went with less expectations but we just yeah, yeah. I, we drove there high time listen if you told me I had to go to Oxford right now for yeah. lunch, I'd be happy. Oh, yeah. It's good. A seven is not bad at all. Like I'm not throwing shade not at bad it. At all. I'm just saying that it gets a lot of love, deservedly yeah. so, because they tie everything together really well. But I just but high time I thought was even better.
0: Well yeah, and high time and I was gonna put high time on my list and I was trying to find out which one it was. Um, because again, I didn't take a picture there. I took a picture at Abstinent Daughter, which is why I remembered Whatever it.
1: Whoever makes the picture gets on the list. the picture
0: was beautiful because it's a beautiful restaurant. Not that High Time isn't, but we didn't even go inside. We sat on the deck. So I don't even know what the inside looked like. But I will say that the vibe of High Time was more like you were in, um, somebody's home. Yes. Having an intimate not even intimate cuz it was busy you know it wasn't like small or anything it was quite crowded but it just felt more like somebody's home and the food was very good but i don't remember exactly what we got cuz again didn't take the picture and I would say that Obstinate Daughter was, I would say, maybe above a seven. but Babe, you can say whatever you they, want. I'm like, well, listen. is high time even on your list? I no, don't think it I is. No, because I
1: forgot about All it. All right. So I Either just, way, two listen,
0: phenomenal spots. Obstinate Daughter is
1: probably better than a seven for you if it's your third best. Yeah, I would
0: say. I mean, so I love pizza, though, You're as not well, going so. wrong if you
1: go to Obstinate Daughter. You're no. not going wrong if you go to Go to, to, to
0: both time. if you can.
1: Obstinate Daughter, 4.7 on Google. So, obviously, it's very mm-hmm. well-loved. High time. 4.8. Just going to throw that okay. out there. Okay. My number
2: three. Okay, 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 okay,
1: My number three. I, I have gone back and forth between these three of what order they should be in. And I can still cannot decide. And so okay. I'm going to give them a 1A, one 1B, one and 1C. I'm not going to give them to you all at once. But I'm just letting you know why, that. Why can't they
0: just be 3, 2, 1? Why do you have to do 1A, B, and C? You're
1: so difficult. They're Different, because they're different for different reasons. So I'll give you the, fine, I'll give you number three, but everyone listening, just know it's one C. Um, This is (laughs) Vita Bowls. This is what
0: I live with people. This is what I live with.
1: This is called Vita Bowls. It is an acai and smoothie food truck, and it is incredible. They were at the Saturday's Farmer's Market in Tamarindo.
0: So this was my number five that I bumped for Avlos and I didn't really have anywhere else to put it okay. on the list. And I was going to just maybe put it on the best desserts because it is almost like a dessert,
1: It, it <laughs> but it's, it, inc- it's it's incredible. I would, I'm not kidding if it had been in. So the food truck was only there on Saturdays in Tamarindo and then their food truck was in a town called Wacus, which is like 25 minutes away. Okay every day and we didn't have a car for a while but when we got a car we went all the time going it like I was making excuses (laughs) to go there even though there's nothing to do out there because I loved it so much so Jorge and his team what's so awesome about it is everything almost everything they're making in-house so you know you can go out I'm gonna get on my acai bowl uh soapbox for a second you can get and this go man
0: get, does love acai. I mean, but you know how I said I obsession. like protein bars?
1: I like acai bowls and and yeah, well, smoothie bowls even. That more. makes
0: sense to be on a list of top 10 foods. Protein bars? No.
1: Okay. So, uh, a lot of places when they do acai bowls, they either use powder or they use the acai sorbet which is so loaded with sugar. added sugar. Oh, so my it's goodness. like you might added as well sugar. eat ice cream. Even our
0: kids know about added sugar. Even Hadley, who is 2, is like, "Well, Mommy, we can't have added sugar." Good. No, it is good. It's just funny.
1: So most places when they do acai bowls, watch out because they're not actually healthy for you. It's like Watch out, guys. It's like eating ice cream. Vita bowls, (laughs) A, I didn't even get the acai bowl most of the time there. Um, What I got there was the green bowl. And so it was all these different things mixed in smoothie base. What's really good is almost all the produce that they would put either in it or on top, they grew or at their farm or they just or they got it from friends that they knew um, all the way down like they had these they would put edible flowers on oh, all of yeah, theirs and I was so like beautiful. where do you guys get these flowers they're so beautiful he's like I grow these in my backyard um, he had stuff that I like moringa which I had never even heard mm-hmm. of which was super it's expensive really to put in stuff special. And he grew, he's like, it was so expensive to keep buying this Moringa, but I wanted it. So, you know, such good health benefits, this and that, that I started growing my own. So it is a labor of love and it tastes And you can tell. You can taste the
0: love in these acai bowls. I mean, we were all obsessed with them. We would go every Saturday to the market to get them to the back, like Travis said, we would get a car to drive. We even got one on the way. We left Tamarindo in the shuttle to go to the airport, and Trav was like, um, yes, excuse me, random shuttle driver. Can we please stop at this smoothie bowl place even though it's not on the road? We had to go, like, five minutes out of the way
1: Yep, and each he did. way, and he did. And it was awesome, <laughs> and Horei laughed. And It's just, it's an incredible, I mean, the guy, they're, they're just doing an amazing job, and yeah. it is healthy. Like, obviously, if you get the chocolate bowl, which Wit loved, but he started yeah. coming around on the green bowl, you know, there's stuff in there that's going to add calories, but overall- you look at smoothie bowls for a lot of places, super high in stuff that might not be good for you unless you get someone who's tells you exactly what's in it and is making all the ingredients, you know, hand, hand making them or growing them and stuff like that. So Vita Bowls 1C and that would be the thing that I would go and eat at like the first thing I do when I get into Tamarindo, I'm going to Vita Bowls. Okay. Yeah. So there you go.
0: I mean, I'm, I mean, if it's a Saturday, but if it's not a Saturday, you're going to have go to go to Waukes.
1: I'll make the shuttle driver <laughs> stop on the way from the airport. I'm into I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Number two.
0: Okay. My number two is a place in Costa Rica, but it is not in Tamarindo. It is in Nosara. And it is where we went for lunch while we were sitting there. And then we found the beautiful hotel that we ended up staying at. It's called La Luna, the moon, right? Yes. In Spanish. And our friend Mike Savas recommended that we go here because we'd never been in Osara. Like we said, it's like this jungle on the side of the mountain. So, you know, there's little pockets of the village city all over the place. We had no idea where to go. And he said, just go to La Luna. If you're only going to one place, go here. And he was 100% right. Because let me tell you about the vibe. Wow, I have pictures of it on my phone just for design, decor, inspiration. If I ever have a coastal restaurant on the side of a cliff in the jungle, this is exactly what I would want it to look like.
1: When, not if.
0: (laughs) So beautiful, so wonderfully decorated. They even had a boutique inside with beautiful local handmade things, which I wanted to buy all of and bought none of. You're welcome, Trav, for the restraint there. Mm. Not only that, with all of that ambiance, beautiful, looking out literally at the ocean. The food was incredible. The food was very, very good. Very good. I mean, I wouldn't say, like, Mm.
1: the best thing
0: I've ever eaten in my entire life, but I would give the food a solid... Second best
1: thing you've eaten? Because it's second in
0: 2020. Yes, second on my list, you know...
1: For the whole experience. For the whole
0: experience. But I'm saying the food is, uh, in Travis terms, above average, but not great i would say that's okay to be <laughs> okay. why is that a bad no, I thing i would say that the food was great i would maybe if we're giving it on a scale of 10 7.5 or 8 uh, good if that's what I, above average but not great is
1: those I, that that seems to me i
0: don't like saying not great okay. because that seems like a strange thing to say i about don't want to say 7.5 restaurant what
1: i was saying was not saying not great i was saying like Great, I was saying nine or ten, but I guess nine or ten should be extraordinary. extraordinary. Great should be eight, seven there, and a half. I think that is above I'm glad average. That you should gave be Average six and a half average should be Five. There.
0: Okay, now five we eight. know the scale. Okay, so above so, average and daughter great <laughs> is
1: great. At there a seven. you go. Low and end so, of great for me.
0: <laughs> and so La Luna, I would give about an eight two for the food, and then like a ten, an plus, eight plus, point plus. two
1: or an eight. Also, an point eight. Eight, 8. two maybe a little better than an eight. Sure.
0: Eight point two. Um, and then with the ambiance, I mean, you cannot, cannot beat it. La Luna so.
1: was Mediterranean. Yes. And it was fantastic.
0: Yeah. I mean, what would you give? It was not even on your list.
1: I, um, I kind of forgot about it. Sure. Um, <laughs> this, the, making the list this year was, I don't know, it seemed harder, even though we maybe traveled less because... I don't know. Again, maybe it's having kids and and you're not taking as much time. Like I used to bring a journal, a notebook around oh, with yeah. me and, and you write just, down every hour. Yeah, of we were and, sitting
0: at the restaurant, relaxing and writing in detail the food. Yeah, and, and then everything I could like go that. back and
1: look through it. Whereas yeah, here no, I had to rely on just looking at a day and yeah. saying what did we do. And so sometimes yeah. stuff got and overlooked.
0: And I know, I mean, we're talking about you know kids and eating out as family, and maybe not everybody out there has kids. But I I will say this that when we were in Tamarindo. Hattie was one and Wit was three. And even now, almost a year later, with them being four and two, it's already feeling better. Is a it? A little bit. I don't know. We went out to dinner the other night with your parents and it felt very, like, just fine. Once. It, <laughs> it <felt okay. laughs> I mean, that one time on Saturday. Um, anyway. All
1: right. La Luna. La no Luna sorry. is Agreed. my number two. It's awesome. Yeah. I can't believe that I've had this drop. Mm. I forgot and I've only played it oh, like a few goodness. times. My number two is going to be your number <clears throat> one. And so it's really my 1B. 1B, yeah. So I, I know it's going to be your number one, mm-hmm. which is why I slotted the other thing at 1A because you, so I could be a little different. Patagonia Del Mar.
0: It's 100% my number this one. This
1: restaurant does it perfect. Mm-hmm. The ambiance. So Patagonia Del Mar is outside of Tamarindo. You need a car to get there. You need to drive there. It's in a town called Brasilito. On the way from Tamarindo to Brasilita is the food truck. Yeah, so you the, better believe I've done the Vita Bowl, bang, bang, where I've done the, the uh, Vita Bowls and then gone to Patagonia del Mar. But Patagonia del Mar, the first time we pulled around here, go listen to our Tam- Tamarindo destination diary because we go into more detail. But we were just driving. We, were gonna go, mm-hmm. we said we want to go to Playa Flamingo. And we're driving down the road and we're kind of through the jungle. And all of a sudden you come right to this 90-degree this turn. And you go over this bridge and it opens up and all of a sudden to the left is the beach. Like you haven't seen it because it was kind of hidden by jungle. And you're like, whoa, where am I? And you hit this 90 degree turn and there's a restaurant right there in the cutest spot that I have, one of the cutest spots I've ever seen in my life anywhere. Definitely my favorite spot in Costa Rica because... All, this restaurant sitting there and right as it opens up one to the beach. B
0: Because you're and pretty animated. I don't know why in, it's not the first Because there's a cafe
1: there, and Heather and I were like, well, we got to pull in, like, let's just. Yeah, and we wanted a this.
0: freaking croissant, and we, we didn't get some at
1: La Munda or whatever. Pandel Mundo. So we wanted a croissant, <laughs> so we pulled in. We go to this cafe, and we, I'm didn't like, well, there's, a re- there's an actual restaurant over here. But as you were walking over the restaurant, there was a pool, and there were swings, and stuff like that. And we thought, maybe there's like accommodations here. Like this we is just part of our hotel. We don't see it. And I went up, and then I was like, well, this restaurant looks fancy. It's going to be expensive. And I went up, and I said to the lady, um, like, is there accommodations here? Who's this pool for? She's like, oh, well, anyone who wants to come here and eat at the restaurant. You can use the pool. Like, we put in a pool so kids could swim and people could swim. I'm like, and the swings? Like, yeah. I said, okay, that's a smart idea. Um, so you're looking at the beach, swimming in a pool. And then I looked at the menu, and I'm like, this is actually cheaper than most other restaurants. What is going on? Surely the food's not good. Wrong. Food was incredible. Uh, specifically yeah. the tuna tartare. Yeah,
0: I mean I don't I wouldn't say it was cheaper, but along the same lines as
1: other restaurants. Same price as a regular restaurant yeah. in Tamarindo.
0: Yeah, I mean this place was so magical that when we first arrived and and we found out that the pool was part of just for the restaurant. I mean, what thought in detail that a restaurant owner would be like, "Yeah, put in a pool for people so that they can swim?" You can get drinks out by the pool. You can even get your food out they've there. Got the,
1: they've got huge like big lounge and beanbag chairs. So they'll come and yeah. serve. you. It's like, you know, when you're at a uh, upscale resort or hotel and you're lounging by a pool and you have like, and they bring food out to you. It's like that, except this restaurant is legitimately awesome. Yeah. And the beach, you're looking at the beach. Nothing beats this. No, it's Nothing our favorite this.
0: place. Um, one of our favorite restaurants I've ever been to in our whole entire life. And so much
1: so that after we went out to get you we were like, yeah. we, when my parents come or anyone mm-hmm. comes, because we didn't know if anyone was coming at that point, we have to bring them here. And we did. Oh, and we then did. my parents were like, because at that point we had a car, like we should just go here every day.
0: We like, went a few times with yeah. his, par- with Travis parents and it it's just so special and The food is really good, as Trav said. I mean, we got a bunch of different things, but the thing that we liked the most was the poke bowl and the tuna tartare. So fresh So delicious And we later found out That the poke bowl That we love so much Was named after um Our friend Issa's Like best friend Who lives in Tamarindo Yeah
1: because when the guy Was starting his restaurant Because he has some restaurants In Tamarindo too She would come in And make this poke Like yeah, I want this poke a, bowl Yeah because there's a There's a
0: place in Tamarindo Called Bamboo Sushi Owned by the same people And so it's sushi poke And Maruka was like Oh well you should put this In the poke bowl And it, she was right Because it's the perfect poke bowl And it's called the Maruka Um poke so that's what we would get so refreshing so delicious it was
1: it's in it's an argentinian restaurant with seafood so they have awesome steaks yes they've got it was just incredible i mean there's they do everything well there another funny story talking about how we know you know small town stuff so the poke bowl was named after uh, uh, now, our friend, but a friend of a friend, Maruja. Then, when I told, we know like five people in this town. I'm not even kidding. When I told uh, one of our friends of a friend who was a realtor that I was like, I love this little place in Brazilito. He's like, Oh, Patagonia del Mar? Because there's not anything else out there. Yeah. I said, Yeah. He goes, Yeah. Uh, my friends are the one, like, I am the reason Patagonia del Mar is there because. I know the (laughs) chef and my friends are the one who own that land. His friends from Minnesota own this huge swath of land, the most beautiful corner of Costa Rica. They own it. And he said, yeah, so I put the chef in contact with the landowner and they decided to do a restaurant (laughs) there. I thought, well done. What a weird. So Jared, thank you because it is paradise on earth. It
0: really is. And they've just done an incredible job with the whole atmosphere there at Patagonia Del Mar. And then also, not even just that, but the people who work there are the most accommodating, loveliest people. Uh, they, like, the first time we went there, and the kids, I was putting Hattie in, like, the booster seat, and I pinched her finger by accident. They brought her over ice cream.
2: Yeah,
1: she was crying, and they just brought over ice cream. <laughs> like, and here. ever since, they brought us out <laughs> desserts of, like, fried bananas and ice cream every time. I mean, we went easily... 10 times yeah. um, in a three-month stretch. And we didn't even find it until halfway through our trip. So um, Patagonia del Mar. I know that when you guys listen to our best meals, we, we've heard that a lot of people take the recommendations, especially the number one yeah. one, right? Of course, that makes sense. You're counting down. Um, a lot of people have gone to the place in Barcelona that we oh, recommend. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Spain, I miss you.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if... If you're going to go to one or two of these places, one of them has to be Patagonia Del Mar. Just go
0: to Costa Rica for Patagonia Del Mar. I mean, it'll be worth it.
1: (laughs) And go to Vita Bowls. There you go. Either at the Saturday Market in Tamarindo or on the way to Patagonia Del Mar from Mm -hmm. Tamarindo. Hit them up. One of the best bang bangs in the world. All that is to say then. What is your
0: number one or 1A?
1: My number, Mm. my 1A. Um, And... Uh, you weren't here for it, so...
0: Oh, okay. This is it opened, the sandwich that yes. you had, this breakfast sandwich so, that you had in Connecticut yes. that you and Jason so, were, like, losing your minds over? Oh.
1: I, I mean, yes, yes, that you okay, kept sorry. going on. Yes, yes, I'm yes, I'm so sorry yes, yes, to yes. ruin
0: your number one. It Please. Is that, it is
1: that one. Well, I'm saying this is one that people could could go to. Like, you don't have to go to Costa Rica to go here. Um, there is a small little town called Kent, Connecticut, right up where we held our um, Camp Indie event. And it's a cute, quaint, quintessential New England town. And there's some decent restaurants there. Well, a new one just opened called Wilson's. And they have bomb salads. Like, we went and got a salad uh, the one day because we wanted to eat something healthy. And it was phenomenal. And it's, and it's brand new. So, after everyone left camp, Jason and I and Stephanie stayed the, that night to, to decompress. And then the next morning, Jay and I, before we flew drove uh, back to the airport... Like, let's go to that Wilson's place. They apparently, like, they had good salads. Maybe they have some good stuff for breakfast. We went. They have a breakfast sandwich on bagel. It was, like, the best, it was the best breakfast sandwich I've Mm -hmm. ever had. And the reason was because the bagel was so crunchy on the outside, but airy on the inside. You know how sometimes you get bagel sandwiches and it's breakfast sandwich, and you yeah, you you're propor- yeah. you love proportions.
0: Yeah, I'm not usually a big fan of bagel sandwiches because
1: there's too much bagel, right? Yeah, it's too, it's much, too bread. much bread yeah. for the proportions of egg, cheese, bacon, whatever you get on yeah. it. I got egg, cheese, bacon, egg and cheese. So did Jay. This is so crispy on the outside <laughs> and so airy in the middle that the proportions are perfect. We got this, and both out there saying like, "This is the best thing I've eaten this year." Mm. Oh my gosh, we were shocked because we knew the food was good. Yeah, but we didn't. No, the breakfast sandwich would be that great. Which then led us, of course, to having to get a cinnamon roll. And I'm not kidding when I say (laughs) that Jason sat there. So we just had this breakfast sandwich. We were like in love with it. He took a first bite of cinnamon roll. He put his head back on the couch. Eyes rolled back and just said, this is the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. And he was so like. He was in a state of nirvana, <laughs> and I had it, and it was very, very good. So go to Wilson's in Kent, Connecticut. Again, the salads are awesome. I'm sure their other sandwiches are amazing. The thing about it is it's it's new, so I went and asked, like, do you guys have spots anywhere else? Like, you know, this is a new restaurant. Usually you don't hit out of the park this quickly. Your food is incredible. I said, no, this is our first spot. Well done. So Wilson's in Kent, Connecticut, breakfast sandwich, any sandwich, salad, dessert.
0: Doesn't
1: matter. Number 1A. 1A. 1B, Patagonia Del Mar. 1C, mm-hmm. beatable. So there you guys have mm-hmm. it.
0: Okay. Wow. We were going to try to keep that one mm-hmm. short. We managed to talk for 49 minutes about our best meals. You know, I, I we mean, don't promise to be concise.
1: To be expected. To be expected. <laughs> guys, definitely reach out. This is what we love about doing the best meals one because everyone, not everyone, 99% of you travel and, and seek out. New food experiences when you travel. That's one of the really fun parts about traveling. So let us know what were your best meals of 2021. Because if you give us a list on Instagram, there is a decent chance that we will try to get there, especially if you're putting in the U.S. Because I I have a feeling that 2022, we're going to do quite a bit of domestic traveling. Maybe quite a bit of road tripping So give us reasons to go to different places What were your best meals of 2022 Or 2021 They might be our best meals of 2022 Reach out to us on Instagram At extra pack of peanuts So thank you guys for listening For all the love as usual Hath Anything to say about meals
0: Oh, Just that I'm excited for some new places in 2022 And going back to a lot of our faves
2: And we forgot this old city's name See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way through. On my way. I saw you and I'll see you again someday.
1: Time for a protein bar. Oh my
2: gosh.
0: Mm. No. Womp womp. That should be a womp womp.